Hey there, you are listening to Tech Talk with Gamlet, where we dive into captivating and candid conversations with industry leaders and startups in tech. Powered by Gamlet, the all-in-one platform for pixel-perfect image delivery, secure video hosting, and buffer-free streaming. Let's dive right in. Hey everyone, thanks a lot for joining today. Today is our third episode of Tech Talk with Gamlet. We are covering about how to build high-growth uh, digital media uh, in 2023. We are joined by Sankalp, uh, who is CTO at Sportskeeda, Viral, who is uh, VP uh, in digital media at Sandesh, uh, which is an online and offline newspaper based in Gujarat. Nigel, who is a chief digital officer at uh, The Print, which is a publication based out of Delhi. And uh, Swapnil, who is uh, head of business at Sakal Media Group. Thanks a lot, everyone, for joining at this hour. We uh, really welcome to you and those of our listeners who are uh, on YouTube. Uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, those who are not aware about uh, our recent launch, which is a podcast. So we also launched this Tech Talk as a in a podcast for all podcast apps. Uh, so do tune in if you really want to want to listen to this when you are stuck in uh, traffic or something. Hey, hey everyone. Uh, good to be here and thanks for the invite, Aditya. Um, I'm Sankal. Uh, I'm currently CTO at Sportskeeda. Uh, we are uh, the largest sports website in India in terms of uh, user base. We are one of the top 10 websites in US and our objective is to be number one in US as well, obviously. And uh, yeah, it's uh, we have grown leaps and bounds over the past few years and we continue to do so. And I'm just really looking forward to an insightful discussion with our panel. Hello, everybody. I'm Swapnil Malpathak. Uh, I'm from a 91-year-old organization called Sakar Media Group. We run three newspapers, two TV channels, and around nine websites on a whole, out of which six are news websites. Uh, the digital part uh, kind of uh, started three years ago for us. We are late to the party, but growing at breakneck speed. That's it. Thank you. Hey, hi, I'm Viral Gandhi. I head a digital business as a vice president with Sandesh News Media. Sandesh is a regional Gujarati uh, uh, news publication house. It's like 100-year-old news publication house. We have 360-degree presence in news, which is like uh, TV, print, and digital. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Nigel Eccleston. I'm, I'm the CEO at The Print, which is... Uh, six-year-old online news organization and uh, four pillars we believe are strengths are politics policy governance social change and and we always believe in in reporting the news and and being non-hyphenated so so just get started what are or like a first uh thought about news and media and 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 and, and the way we are like as a startup or smaller companies is just to how to get started right in fact uh, many of you uh, are are already part of a place where they started like a, especially the digital part started very recently um, or the or the entire group is in on the digital side is is, is very nascent uh, or or has grown out when you were in the company uh, maybe I, th- I think I think uh, uh, I don't know, but maybe Sankal can tell me if it is I'm right or wrong. But maybe I think Sportskira was also started by uh, very young folks, uh, maybe I think 12, 13, year, 15 years ago, uh, who are who are sports enthusiasts, if I'm not wrong. Um, 
but yeah so the question is basically how how hard or easy it is to get started today especially in digital space considering that you don't need like a ton of upfront investment of offline or anything uh what are the hurdles that somebody will face and and uh, and if somebody wants to launch it uh what is the best way to get started in in some way um happy to know your thoughts yeah absolutely i think a uh, very good opener of a question there um so sportsca like you correctly mentioned uh, we started a few years back and we were sort of born online right we never had a print version or not or a tv version right we were an online born and online only company uh, so that puts us in a really unique position because we've sort of uh, grown along with the web uh, like how the technology has evolved how the platforms have evolved how the distribution has evolved we uh, sort of organically flew through that flow and uh, obviously we there was a lot of hard work uh, by our team but uh, we also got lucky a bunch of times and if you're lucky long enough you know you you grow up to be a really large business so that's what our target is right um, so in terms of i think uh, whether it is easy or not i would say it is both easy as well as hard uh, it's easy because you know the tools are right at your fingertips in fact our own journey if if we were to start sportskira now a lot of the things that we did early would just not work uh, right but at the same time the amount of tools that we would have at our disposals would be just way too many uh, so it's it's very easy to get carried away by you know that the tooling you know the the whatever the fad is and whatever so so i think we did a good job of kind kind of keeping our heads down and focusing on the basics um, just figuring out what the core business is all about what our consumers actually want and love and you know so so i would say for someone really starting out it's easy because things are accessible but it's hard because not only do you have more competition but also a lot of inter- internal confusions with respect to how to approach with a specific strategy uh, so if i had to sort of give you an advice i would i would just say you know stick to your guts and just just focus on your consumers first because that's that's what it is all about anyone else has thought maybe viral you users i think very very joined your i think sandesh is a very very when it was very small especially online one and that's uh, true that's true yeah so uh, sandesh i had joined 2 years back and uh, uh, the thought process was after shifting to, uh, from the corona trend you know so the offline media completely shifted to online so sandesh was completely mainly focused on uh, uh, tv and uh, physical print media and uh, digital was just as a by product so then we focused we we uh, uh, we revamped everything we changed uh, the ui ux the technology and the content format because there was a trend the circulation of the physical newspaper went dropped by almost like 30 40% you know and uh, they were shifting to digital though that's how uh, we planned and uh, last year we we relaunched everything website and our application and uh, yeah so um, and uh, i'll tell you one advantage is like uh, brand brand recall value also that that that's really help us you know so we jumped like uh, after revamp uh, my traffic is almost like 10x within 14 months you know so yeah so people were waiting for us and we were like a uh, 100 year old company you know so uh, 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 yeah so that's really help and technology you know people are really now technology savvy and the information is very easily accessible you know across all formats and the entire news format got changed you know so people are like very impatient now they want very crisp news and move on as word a word and everything yeah we'll talk later uh, but this is how the trend uh, moved on uh, 
according to me. Kapnil Nigel, any thoughts on that? Well, um, unlike Sankalp and Viral, we uh, you know we at the print it was a brand new brand, right? We didn't have any brand recall value, anything, anything like that. So we had to actually start from the ground up. But uh, and and we are also a digital only platform. But we have the fortune, I think, of uh, of having founder, of course, Shekhar Gupta, and 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 a whole host of our uh, my colleagues who are who are from a print background. So you know, news was ingrained in them, and and although there are there are differences between print news and digital news, you know, uh, the practice of going out and obtaining that news and putting it out there, that is something that we uh, we we thankfully had an advantage on. We weren't, uh, you know, we, we had an experienced team. Of course, it slowly built up, but we had, we started off with a small but experienced team who understood news. And I think that was a huge uh, benefit for us. You know, the platform, the medium, of course, was new to them, but uh, the understanding of news was there. Okay, yeah, I think I think it makes sense because I mean, the core ingredient was in place. Sapnil, any thoughts? I, by the way, I'm connecting with Sapnil for the first time, but uh... yeah. So um, I'm or uh, we as Sakar Media are a mix of the print, the Sandesh as well as Sports Kida. So within the last three and a half years, although we are a legacy organization, we are a 91 year old organization. And uh, uh, Nigel might be knowing Shekhar sir writes for us. He visits our office also quite often. And uh, also, um, so what I took over digital at Sakar Media three and a half years ago. Initially, I was a part of uh, the program management under the chairman's office. So I was doing different things. But uh, three and a half years ago, I was given this um, very aged man who was who again had to learn how to walk. So I would put it that way. And uh, it was uh, a Drupal based system, uh, which was, I felt somehow was built overnight by a company because it kept crashing all the time. So, uh, and the amount of money that we had invested in it uh, previously in the, over the last 13 years was mind boggling. Like I still haven't managed to break even because of that amount. If I factor in that amount, I will never break even. So uh, legacy media organizations were kind of confused uh, on whether to become a tech company or a media company. So they were investing in tech, which they didn't have a clue about. Uh, their IT, IT teams were trying to create media websites, uh, which are nowhere like normal websites with the amount of integrations, plugins, and uh, can go on forever. So uh, I focused or we focused in the last three years, we've been trying to create properties. Uh, three of them have a print product or a TV product attached to them. Whereas three are only digital. There is nothing, no aga, no picha to it. These are cleanly digital. And five of them are in one Marathi vernacular and one is in English. And these are spread across two states, that is Maharashtra and Goa. So I have to deal with Marathi English and Konkani to some extent because the TV channel in Goa that we have is Konkani. 
so i have uh, different challenges uh, compared to um, uh, sankalp and nigel whereas viral and me are probably in the same boat when it comes to uh, languages and the complexity that goes with them so uh, over the last 3 years uh, we've grown exponentially uh, i kind of changed the organization's mindset from being a mixed tech plus media company to only a media company like nigel said that we focused on the news i asked the team to focus on the news and let's get a saas based uh, cms and uh, headless cms and move to a platform which will not complicate life for us which will ensure basically availability and uh, stability uh, and scalability of course so that is what we've been doing uh, we've been moved to a, a saas based uh, platform since the last two years first year i spent fighting drupal uh, trying to uh, make it work according to our wishes that did not happen so then we moved to this platform so uh, and someone rightly said that uh, there is a new trend coming up every day in digital and we can't keep chasing every trend if we end up doing that then god help us uh, any which ways the cpms are down the drain and uh, if we um, keep doing that then uh, break even is nowhere in sight i think i spoke too much over to you yeah okay uh, makes sense so i mean just to sum up like if somebody gets wants to get started the core ingredient is is the news right what the whatever way you are doing uh, um, um, if that is in place then there are choices about how do you go about tech and uh, and i think for for uh, uh, as as i think uh, sapnil said uh, many companies are finding only to be only media companies is a good thing uh whereas i think i think sankalp you you are your tech is like full in house right right now that's correct aditi because you started as tech first uh yeah so that. so yeah yeah and and i actually appreciate sapnil uh, the decision that took uh, uh i think uh, uh you know uh, if someone asks me you know i want to start this tech first company you know i i always question them because this this might seem um, ironic coming from me but i asked them why tech first you know why are you so excited about that tech part of it and they usually they don't have a very good answer to it it's usually just to look cool to sound cool get the good talent or whatever you know some people want to have uh, the amount of control you know that owning your tech can build uh, and we essentially started with that thought and that's uh, and hopefully and thankfully it's worked out well for us uh, because uh, what we did uh, there were a lot, lot of trials and tribulations a lot of errors i fought with the 10 times the systems that swapnil did and uh, uh, and yeah uh, essentially uh, i think the good thing was that our goal was clear and with every iteration we kept on refining towards that goal uh, but yeah i would say if you are starting out uh, if you are starting a digital business now it is best to just go with what works and you know just go for it just focus on your core business there is no point in reinventing the wheel because i think the wheels made are already at least good enough for 90 95% of tasks that is yeah that to actually, be you have to focus on your core domain expertise and let's leave about like the, there are expertise on technical technology side also so right like sapneel said that rather you use a saas model instead of you putting all the energy and the active and certain things makes sense actually and you can focus on your core business Yeah, I guess I guess in last ten fifteen years, uh, the SaaS evolved a lot uh, on all aspects. So maybe ten years ago, it might not have been the right choice or not easy choice. Maybe today it is. 
so previously what was happening that people were not trusting the sas model actually you know because it's not it was not residing that was not hosted in your environment so they were like okay my data might be like you know what will happen i don't know so now that uh, robust technology and the security mechanisms are in place so it's advisable to use that yeah, billing was also not transparent earlier that's true yeah. ah okay um okay so once let's say these things are in place uh, how do like uh, how do the growth works i mean what are the growth channels uh, generally where how does the how does it get the the eyeballs as we say right in the in the industry uh, uh is it is it like a google driven is it like a um ads driven i mean ad inbound ads driven or it is like a uh social media or facebook driven i i know and there there are a lot of things you can talk about is uh like there is entire amp thing that happened and and facebook uh, uh instant articles and we are now back to the full circle of owning again the content so what what happened i mean there i mean it, it it is it is completely like a blank for a lot of people even like me like i i have been in the tech space but never in the media space uh so what worked and like what are these challenges that sometimes big tech companies keep keep throwing uh so yeah anybody who can who has the the who had did write the roller coaster just let us know so for the last 5 years we ended up working for facebook and google and now they don't need us anymore so yeah, we are a part of the layoff that they are doing and and uh, now they've integrated bard with the google search engine results page so they've killed us practically um, they are practically showing uh, bits and pieces of our news as a part of the ai summary that is being shown on serps so uh, the future is very weird at the moment uh, like it's constantly evolving um, one option is completely going behind subscription paywalls and not letting google crawl our content but then there is this fear of losing ad revenue and uh, so it's like a catch uh, situation we, we we don't know what to do where to go so a hybrid model is something that uh, feels like will work in the offering uh, we are trying to derive a hybrid business model which will kind of help us grow our numbers i mean users and page views engagement etc and at the same time keep our uh, heads above water when it comes to revenue so um, we are experimenting with a lot of things but uh, you rightly said that it has been a roller coaster for the last 2 3 years aaj raat sote ho to kuch alag hota hai subah uthte ho to kuch alag hota hai and uh, last 3 months i think there have been what 6 or 7 updates rolled out by google and uh, it has hit traffic like crazy across the board uh, uh, i saw a post on linkedin by a hindi news website also today and it was in a bad shape almost 50% traffic drop so uh, i myself are i'm facing around 30 30 odd percent traffic drop uh, looking at the current numbers after the algorithms so uh, we <clears throat> to put it simply we worked according we worked for search engines till date and uh, that is what kind of uh, has got us into trouble and now we'll have to figure out other ways to survive and go well i kind of agree with you there that uh... so initially because uh, we 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 needed some kind of uh, some kind of growth right 
and um, and and honestly we 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 took the opportunities wherever they were presented um, in terms of 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 not only growth opportunities but also things that could uh, help us with our growth you know like fi- like finances like uh, for example uh, be, being a small startup uh, you had you know you know, your AWSs and all of, of of the world offering you free tiers at, at a larger volume and things. So, I think we were we were in a uh, we weren't in a position to say no to anything. You know, we needed that growth. So wherever things were offered without compromise, of course, on the news. I mean, in terms of of, of just helping us with the growth, we 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 took everything. Of course, saying. That you know, our our core strength as as uh, there are also right. You stick to your core strength. Your our our core strength was understanding of news. So we we decided to do that because that is is how we knew best, right? And tech and everything else was only an enabler to push this out. So initially, yes. Swapnil, we also worked for Facebook and everyone else, you know, because in in those days they were all gung ho about news and and promoting it. Now, in the last few months, it's been almost a year now where they have decided to just stop their focus on news completely. And they were so also being well then. Ah, so instant yeah. articles and the revenue from that also has has gone. Not only traffic, but Facebook as a platform is. I mean. I still think it's a a great platform used for virality and things, right? Now we have got a whole new new bunch of platforms like Insta, Instagram, and Threads and stuff. But I don't think they do. I don't think they have still done as much for organizations like ours as much as uh, Facebook had done in the past. But having said that. Google is, I think, if I may say so, still everyone's bop as of now, right? We still do it. But the amount, as you said, the amount of changes that they have brought about, it has left me and us also at the point reeling because we just, I mean, we aren't into this, right? Our job is something else. So trying to keep up with the changes, the constant change this, change that, change every month that they roll out something or every update that they bring, a, a, a September rollout, the October rollout. You know, we have a, we all have, have large teams and to expect each of, you know, to expect your entire team to change, you know, halfway through and change your approach to how, how you work each time they, uh, they roll out something new is, is problematic. Uh, I'm not, I'm not jumping down Google's throat, of course. I mean, they have helped us a lot, but, um, I'll just say that, you know, things have compounded of late, not only with their rollouts, but also with the forced implementation of GA4. I think all publishers are forced to find other ways to do things or find the way to do the same thing in a different way, you know? At at the moment, I can honestly say that I'm not up to par with all the changes that have occurred. I'm still trying to find my way, and and I'm 
at times I feel ashamed to say that I have this kind of a role in the organization, this kind of a designation. And and if somebody asks me something about a, a new thing that's happening in Google, they are more, more often than not, I don't have an answer for them. So growth is something we have used others in the past to come up to par, but then to see I a lot of platforms, as, as you said, have, have seen this downward trend because of, you know, and to see all that growth kind of go away and not have a vision on when and if it will come back and how is problematic for me. Fair enough. And I think a very fair criticism of these large platforms, both by Swapnil and Nigel. Uh, of course, I mean, uh, both of you attribute some of your successes to these platforms, but at the same time, uh, you know, the the speed at which they are evolving now uh, and, you know, without warning, uh, it's it's like, you know, a, a giant sitting on, you know, shifting their butt over a bee, uh, right? Uh, the giant is just adjusting themselves, but, you know, the bee just gets squished, uh, right? Uh, so that does happen. So, so I think uh, this is one of the reasons in, in retrospect where kind of owning the tech and staying nimble footed uh, would have been a really good superpower to have, uh, right? Because uh, the the changes keep on happening and you either keep up with them or you get crushed or you figure out an alternative and build a really, you know, uh, trailblazing business, uh, right? Uh, the, the latter is probably the most difficult and the least likely. Uh, you would want to stay stick with the big platforms uh, and, you know, drive your growth. But at the same time, you know, keep on continuing growing your brand, reducing your dependence and all those things. Uh, so, so I think uh, if, if you have to still kind of understand where where this is headed towards, uh, I think it, it always helps to go back to your first principles, you know, the three core pillars that brought you here. The first one is figuring out what your consumers are looking for. The better you are at it, the more likely you are to succeed. The second one is how uh, how efficiently you are able to serve that content on your platform, you know, how efficiently it is distributed whether it is through social, organic, uh, paid, whatever channels that, that you would prefer. And lastly, you know, how efficiently you are able to build that as a business. Maybe it could be monetization via ads or subscriptions. So I think the core fundamentals still remain the same. And as much as we would love to uh, not have to respond to these changes, we, we are forced to. And I would say, you know, just, just staying nimble footed and relying on things which just work out of the box and, you know, and then owning the, the level of control that you would have uh, that I think that would be a really super power to have at this point. See, I have a slight different opinion over here is like, see, end of the day, you have to own your users or customers, right? And this media, this media, we'll say social media, these are not a third party platform. These are not your platforms. So our target is to get users to our own platform, which is my own website, because that is under my control. Tomorrow, the Facebook is changing their policies or, or Instagrams are changing their policies or YouTube is changing that they have done and they are continuously doing. So they are, I do, I'm acquiring those users as a followers or subscribers, but I have no control over them. Whatever CPMs they are offering or whatever the conditions or, or the policies or community guidelines they are offering, we have to follow. Otherwise, you'll be thrown out. So end of the day, you have to be, you have to own that customer, which I have to decide in, on, on my application on user's pocket. That's one. Second thing, uh, slowly Indian market is growing, uh, especially after demonetization. So we have to uh, drive our users to T-word and S-word. Right now we are at A-word. 
but definitely the subscription uh, obviously people are hungry for a quality news you know they they are willing to spend but that that pie is literally small but it's still growing so i think we have to focus definitely we cannot put our all content on subscription wall you know but slowly the exclusive the explainers you know the, the articles and the the exclusive stories definitely we have to put at at asword and uh, then you have to slowly monetize and you and this other social media platform could be you know uh, see previously we were considering as a revenue generation tool you know right now i think that slowly went down went down i think we have to use those tools as a marketing tool you know drive our users showing the promos or a glimpse of your content and then the back traffic we have to get them on our application or our website where you are owning those those platform otherwise uh, definitely you are there on the third party mercy and we have no control we have to blindly follow yeah agree that you right now also we cannot be 100% dependent on our platform we have to be there but slowly we have to think towards how i can own those users which are under my control under my policies which are under whatever i want to throw as a ai not google's algorithm or 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 facebook algorithm that the recommendation tool i will own that users based on his his uh, consumption history or a pattern i will throw the news on this place yeah no i completely agree but you know um and we are uh, we have the fortune to have a, a large a sizable loyal user base but you know for growth you need i mean you need platforms like google and stuff to bring you more growth because you can't you have say 10 users right you need that virality that growth platform to increase it from 10 to 11 from 11 to 12 because that is how discoverability happens um it everything can't happen through word of mouth or, or through you know single shares between peer to peer shares all these kind of platforms are still needed especially for i think you know smaller players like us you know we aren't like a, a times of india or something and we still need that that is the we otherwise how will you grow right if there's no if there's no platform for for distribution or virality then how will you grow but i completely do agree with you your your users are your users don't depend on platforms like fb or google to create a user for you but at the same time you need them to introduce a new user to you right so i think it's a, it's a kind of a balance that has to be maintained absolutely nigel so i'm saying that you require those platform to drive traffic to your platform definitely you require you cannot ignore that or it's a, those are giants you know and you have to depend on that but st- let's start gathering the users t- uh, towards our platform definitely they will drive traffic and we have to get the return traffic to our platform you can't like, you have to have that those people and you have to take helps of those giants because you overnight you cannot create <laughs> such amount of traffic uh, you know you are dependent on them yeah in a way i think we also uh, i mean Uh, obviously we are not running any news and media but uh, in a way we are running like very teeny tiny small organization which works like a little bit of news i just thought it right now that we publish all the blogs like we have cadence about like publishing 15 blogs a month just like publishing stories uh, we do uh, we do have like youtube channel we do have like instagram we have a little bit of engagement not too much there 
but we do rely on them even to to get traffic on on let's say gumlet right where where people come up and uh, as then uh, viral said um then they become our user we are not dependent on google to give us our monthly revenues but then we are dependent on google to to give us that growth that is that is a really right way to, to look, look about it uh, and then then try to own the user uh, i guess mostly like the apps uh, would would help us help uh, publishers do it do it very well right if i'm not wrong uh, uh, that that users are always like maybe push notification they come back or things like that um, those might be a good hooks if i suppose uh, but yeah i mean sapnil touched base upon this thing and i think everybody else did as well uh, so there are two aspects one is there is like how is the how is the monetization working uh, and uh, and what are the the alternate monetization in terms of like a, a subscription versus versus uh, versus ad powered and and and, uh, and any other things out there plus like the in monetization for some organization i'm not sure how much of yours but some of the organization that we talk to uh youtube itself is a very big chunk of revenue for companies um uh, and depends on companies to company but some companies are like have a, have a very big chunk of revenue coming from youtube uh so how does the blending works in terms of uh, monetization and what are the trends which have been like promising in in last at least maybe a year we, we don't want to talk more more about too much past but but how how is it how is it done uh, on on the monetization front with in the end like everybody needs to earn money the pay the pay the bills for example if i give my example like we 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 do all this this media blogging all the activities with a view to get the user and then they will subscribe to our service and and they will pay us uh that's the only monetization that we have right now but uh, uh but yeah i mean in media case obviously you have like you have multiple options so what what one is what, which one is like good one so traditionally uh, we were all ad based completely um and uh, the ecpms then were fantastic uh, i could only dream of those ecpms now uh, the ecpms that we got 3 years ago and after covid is when we lost the, our uh, ecpms but uh, initially we were happy with the amount of ad revenue being generated i remember my revenue split was like 70% used to come from indirect uh, that is the google inventory and other partners and 30 was direct because then it was a hard time making people understand why should they advertise on digital even big brands so if you call up like a you know, big time agency in mumbai and talk to them about podcasts and inventory on podcast they will ask you questions like what is a podcast so uh, these were the things that we were dealing with and uh, ad based was doing fine initially and i think sankalp was going to talk about youtube youtube uh, was some is something still making money for us so by uh, my company founders vision and god's grace we have two tv channels so i have a lot of video content uh, so uh, i have decent ecpms coming in from uh, youtube uh, and a, a lot of other video platforms that we are on as well uh, um, so still i would say the uh, contribution from indirect has come down to 50% now in the last 2 years i've managed to build a sales team here so we've gone to market uh, we are trying to sell but it's very difficult for a regional media house to sell ad space uh, and that to on digital because our clients also inherently are local uh, so people based in pune kolapur satara sangli 
and uh, they have very limited understanding of digital and whereas the national brands prefer uh, english outlets and hindi outlets because they give a better reach and uh, better uh, result uh, so uh, monetization traditionally like i said uh, ad based was the way ahead but then slowly now we are transitioning uh, we i have uh, worked in the last 6 months to set up a internal agency i came from a digital marketing background so i set up a internal digital marketing agency and the idea was to service uh, internal businesses but it turned out it, i could make money by servicing our clients as well so um, ah, okay so now it's a hybrid business model so let's say a real estate player buys a full page uh, a front page ad in the newspaper so we offer digital services along with that we say that we will generate around 100 leads for you as well quality leads so uh, we run campaigns we generate leads we hand them over to the client for nurturing and of course long run we are targeting subscription we've already started work uh, now we are uh, packaging six websites into one subscription so that it has they has some value for the user and uh, that is the plan on the monetization front sankal sounds good sapnil i think uh, i am able to truly appreciate the creative way you are approaching this problem you know because uh, what what was like a unique challenge you, you turned that into a unique opportunity how can we upsell the existing customers into something that we can do well right which is digital to a large extent uh, so uh, i think uh, youtube or instagram or any any of these things you know Uh, these platforms also have evolved over the last couple of years you know there is more short content you know like shorts and reels and that kind of stuff uh, and uh, it has not been done in a vacuum it has been done in a response to a demand in, in after studying the user behavior especially of the post millennials the, the gen z's right uh, so what do they want and how can we package it for them Uh, so if you as a brand are trying trying to succeed on these platforms again you know the basics is follow your consumers and if your consumer is that someone who appreciates short content rather than long form you are much 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 better off uh, producing that rather than you know uh, and and then you know then there is this contrast uh, not just the shorts but also podcasts which do really well in terms of long form content and then of course there are shorts minted out of that long form podcast uh, right uh, so i would say you know uh, you don't really have to continuously keep up with the trend you you still have to just focus on your basics you know what is it that your customers are looking for and trends is a very good proxy for understanding what what the customers are looking for because something is trending not because platforms are shoving them down the throat because it's they have they have enough study and you are already standing on the shoulder of the giants they've done the study for you they know this works and they're packaging it for you and distributing it for you uh, so you know whatever if it adds an extra chunk of income uh, to your business just just go for it uh, and of course the core principle being that build your brand uh, focus on your core business metrics and you know just just pounce on any opportunities that come your way and if you're nimble footed i think that's these are like very good quick wins that you get and they they accelerate your growth uh, towards owning of your own audiences oh yeah i think i think there was there was a, i mean on not a new news in media but in e-commerce i just met one of a founder who who run a saas just to run the stories like of a uh a widget on on e-commerce websites which just helps them like show the video convert the users i mean the behavior is like certainly there yeah 
think me and Sapne are in on the same boat actually. So being a regional media, it's really difficult to say, you know, to direct sales are not that easy. But the advantage what we have, so we have a strong presence on TV and print. So we bundle things and uh, uh, that's how uh, little it's little easy to, to keep selling. But yeah, so direct sales is definitely now increased compared to indirect. So we do aggregate uh, and uh, aggregate content, content also and we distribute our content to various platform directly and they can uh, they can power our content. So that is also another uh, another way of monetizing our content. But uh, uh, the dependency, the social media, how it was working previously. So definitely the CPMs have gone uh, uh, completely down and Facebook, definitely the instant article got stopped uh, overnight. Uh, uh, but thanks, uh, like uh, Swapnil so also having the TV channels we also have. So, so we have like good shot of content which we upload on a daily basis on YouTube. So which is really helping us in terms of revenue. But yeah, we are uh, also working completely on our SVOD. So subscription calls we are working while we are talking. We are already doing our UAT testing uh, uh, to get it launched uh, in various countries. You know, to start with uh, a pilot, how we are getting the response, and slowly uh, we will uh, dip. As I said, that uh, we don't want to completely uh, get on a, a paid model. Certain articles or certain premium content first we will put over the uh, behind the wall, and that's we want to test. Those. Still, I think India market is growing for the subscriptions. You know, um, so they are not like easily. Uh, there's a very niche market, but uh, yeah, it's growing. So we are working towards uh, monetizing uh, various platforms. Right? Okay, and on the video side, I mean, obviously, like that you, you know, that you brought up, uh, and uh, so what? What is generally like uh, working right out the out of the box? Is it like a videos, uh, SVOD, AVOD, or is it like a only YouTube uh, and nothing else? Just just uh, take the take the whatever YouTube paying. What are the what are the monetization strategies and and even like a long term business objectives? What is what is what is good on, on video side, uh, not only the text uh, media side? Sure. So there are two things with us mainly is like one is video and uh, another popular thing with Sandesh is e-paper. So morning we, we publish at 6.55 uh, uh, e-paper, uh, e-version and that's a huge attraction. I'll tell you one thing that the, the loyal customers really wait. Okay. So if sometime it happens that one page is not uploaded properly, we receive calls. To our office from the users actually and and we are like so happy that in this era also people are calling and waiting for our e-paper so slowly we are thinking to put uh, keep that e-paper also uh, behind the wall uh, not completely certain supplementers will be free or certain uh, premium pages will be there yeah so that is one of the, the great traction what we have as e-paper Another another thing, definitely the videos. We we have like a huge volume on a daily basis, and uh, not only on YouTube. We we have our own application, and the website. The traction is very good. Uh, uh, within like you can say, uh, we launched fourteen months. We got organic a million uh, uh, installs. So uh, to be very frank, oh, okay. we we have not spent a single rupee. Uh, on any uh, <laughs> any network till now in uh, in an entire Sandesh era, you know. So as I said, that the brand value is so huge and the recall value is so amazing that that entire one million uh, installed base is completely organic. 
so that is an advantage and because of it is organic uh, we can uh, the retention is very easy for for us and the churn is not that huge uh, as uh, as standard like 70 or 75 percent uh, industry practice so that's an advantage and we want to completely focus on our application and we want all the users uh, to uh, be on our application and slowly behind the wall paywall oh okay that is that is interesting that you got in like one year got all these installs um, but yeah anyone else else has a thought about like videos uh, um, uh, as as a media i mean as as a news maybe maybe swapnil you own a tv channel how how is it working out for you so youtube is a major revenue source that uh, i would say almost 90% of the video revenues are coming in from youtube at the moment then uh, not 90 i would give it around 75% 15% are coming from facebook uh, because even if they stop paying for instant articles they are still paying for videos so um, uh, we are still making uh, a bit of money there and rest of it is through direct uh, sales so we try to sell video inventory pre roll mid roll end roll skippable non skippable ads uh, we use daily motion as a video player so we have this option of uh, kind of putting in our own inventory so that is there but uh, the direct sales when it comes to video is uh, very limited since we have limited targeting options uh, but if we are running a video ads through our dfp then it makes sense uh, and uh, sometimes we do get those video based campaigns but majorly uh, the money is coming from youtube okay so let's 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 just start touch on this last topic uh, uh, for the day um, before we wrap up is about like a, I think we briefly touched upon it about the generate AI and uh, and uh, and the latest technology and also the fake news I mean so um, how, how are these things tackled currently um, I, I I was I was checking this uh, um, I mean I never used Twitter by the way on on web but recently I started using Twitter on the web and i saw that it has like fact checking box on uh, under a tweet which is very popular uh, i don't know whether they do it automatically or they they have like a, some some signals there uh, and how about the generative i think so, so what what things are going on there um, yeah uh, so aditya the thing you're talking about i think is community notes right uh, the community notes thing um, so essentially it is notes by the community uh, who have done the trouble of fact-checking it against uh, reputable sources, could be a reputable website, and then they've sort of put their citations. And I think that's that's really good example of, a, you know, a scaled-up version of fact-checking being done by community without having centralized moderators and, and you, know, you know, without having to deploy very large-scale algorithms to control that. Because, again, you know, uh, an algorithm to tackle an algorithm seems like an obvious choice, but oftentimes the solutions are in the simpler things, uh, right? And you again have to understand what your intent is there. Your intent is to validate whether what's being claimed in that tweet or exposed is is valid or not, it's legitimate or not. Uh, with respect to generative AI, I think uh, uh, I think most of you would agree that uh, things have never been the same, and they are never going to be the same again. And we are at the cusp of, you know, this um, evolution where, uh, you know, uh, it's it's going to be so dramatically different uh, when it is fully done. You know, and I think in just two three years we'll see the the signs of it, and maybe even sooner. Um, 
that uh, you know it will just be indistinguishable from what we are used to. Uh, so and and of course this presents a lot of opportunities and at the same time a lot of threats. Uh, I think using generative AI to produce your content end to end is probably a very stupid idea if you are serious about the business. Uh, if you are in it for the short run, you know, just I'll just make a quick buck. Ek saal mein I'll just shut down my business. Sure, go for it. You might you might make you might win. You might lose. It doesn't really matter. But if you really want to build a large business, sustainable one that that will outlast you, uh, that's that's probably not you know you. This is not an opportunity you should be grabbing at this point in time. It's way too risky. Uh, it has to be moderated very heavily. The hallucination problems are there in the best of the best models out there. Uh, so you know, just approach with caution. But at the same time, you know, keep on getting taste of it where it can be assistive to what you're already doing, rather than you know just disrupting your entire thing. Uh, I, I think, and uh, it's not a fad. It's something that is there to stay. It's going to evolve and grow into something really powerful. But your core business is something that uh, should be assisted by it, not be detrimental to it. So that's my thought. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, way forward for all of us, and I think for all news organizations anyway, is is the transactional model, which is subscriptions I, I think ads you know as, as we um, as we go on and on the 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 ad revenue will fall so the only way for forward uh, is, will, will be through subscriptions and uh, who who will be paying for this your loyal users right and they and and they are paying for value right and that value cannot come from from generative AI, as far as I know, right? It can it can only come from you. We have, we have already spoken about core values, core business. Yeah, our our core expertise amongst all of us is news in some form or the other, right? Sports news, politics, whatever. Our core value is the news we bring and how we how we bring it, how we go out and report on the ground or whatever. That uh, bringing you stories that you will, will will not find anywhere else, right? That new angle you will not find anywhere else. That is, I think, the, I mean, the, the core reason why anyone will pay for something, for, for, for content. And for all of us, content is king. And to have that done through... Generative AI, I mean, creating something out of thin air, in other words, right? That poses a problem. Unless you're, you're an organization that says, I'm here to bring you fake news. For example, The Onion, right? It's it's humorous stuff. And stuff. It's, it is humorous. So you can you, you can use it for, for that. But serious news, uh, practically... I don't see any area in which it can, uh, we can, uh, I don't see any area where any of us can use it extensively to help us in some way, perhaps. And I'm only saying that because I can't think of, I mean, I, I don't want to say, a, you know, across a and say no, no at all, but how it will help us and stuff, I don't know. And and the more it grows, the more moderations that everyone will will bring into place. I mean that's always been the thing, right? With any new new idea out there, there's always a way to 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 control it and 
moderated. So how it, it, it goes on from here, I'm not sure. It's here to stay, sure. But in what form and how we will be able to use it as, as, as a news platform, I'm not sure. Even I agree with Nigel. It's very early to comment on this, that how it's going to shape up. But purely AI-generated articles will definitely, in current scenario, won't work. You know, definitely uh, AI can help us, you know, while, but that personal touch, you know, the, 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 the reporter or, or the, the, the editor is writing those, those articles, definitely there will be uh, uh, way beyond, way ahead, you know, the feelings and, 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 and for example, the, some reporter went to the location and he have, whatever he have felt and he's writing something, definitely your AI, AI generated articles will not have that entire narrations. That's one. And definitely as Sankalp also that you require a moderation because completely putting over that straight away going and publishing it's, it, it will be on a high risk in current scenario. We don't know moving ahead how they are implementing the logics and the algorithm and how they are going to rectify, you know. But uh, yeah, in current scenario, uh, it's dif uh, difficult. Another thing you were talking about, Aditya, were like fact check. You know, for the regional uh, news, I, I really, I can't imagine that how fact check is going to happen automatically. You know, because something like in a, in a rural market, something has happened, how you're going to go and cross check uh, with your automation setting, uh, the server setting and some AWS servers, you know, with, with, the, with the AI, it's completely impossible. Yeah, somehow, some way you can have that 50-60% on a national news or, or, or some, some viral thing. Definitely, uh, it might, it might uh, help. But again, uh, fact check uh, directly, completely 100% dependent. Uh, I seriously doubt it's going to work. Well, something has to be in place at, at some point in time soon because although I think we all agree that we may not be able, I mean, we will not be using it. The danger is always that someone else will be using our, our articles as a source of this, right? There are things that we can do which a whole bunch of organizations have already done and blocked uh, chat APT and BARD from their, you know, uh, robots.txt. But I mean, there's only so much that you uh, you can do. You can't prevent someone out there who going and uh, using your, your, your content. So outside of our organizations, although we may not use it, uh, we also have this we also face this issue of others being able to use it, you know, use our content, our hard-earned, hard-worked content, and and using it in 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 ways which we 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 wouldn't have have, have imagined. So there is. The, but I think there are signs where I mean maybe regulations or something might help out on on that front. I mean already we are seeing that will come where... into place. I'm assuming, of course, that will come into place. But how soon and. That it's all new to all of us. Okay. Uh, I think we are at time. So I think we will wrap it up. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for joining today. Uh, we, we really appreciate your time. Uh, and uh, thanks a lot for, for uh, having like super insightful discussion about news and media, uh, which I think very few people knew. So I hope our listeners will find it helpful. And uh, thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you, Adi. So Please ask the listeners to buy our subscription.